Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. This is Kelsey here today with Adrian Kolf. He's the co-founder and CEO at Matcher. Adrian, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Kelsey. Absolutely. So, Adrian, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, Adrian Cole, 36 years old. I have been a tech recruitment entrepreneur for the last eight years and okay. started uh, multiple companies in the recruitment space, mm-hmm. um, lived in different countries across the world and currently living with my wife and my stepdaughter, one dog, two kittens, two turtles <laughs> and a gecko in New York. <laughs> and a partridge in a pear tree, right? Uh, so that's fantastic. So thanks for telling me a little bit about yourself. I think that gives great context. So tell me a little bit about Matcher. Yes. So what we do with Matcher, we provide remote embedded talent teams for fast growing companies. So mm-hmm. we work for companies like TikTok, Booking, Stripe, Revolut, Miro, Grammarly, those mm-hmm. type of tech companies. Um, whereby the business is scaling so quickly that their internal recruitment team can keep up with business demands. Mm -hmm. And then they hire teams of dedicated recruiters and sourcers to Mm -hmm. work fully embedded into their own teams, typically for six up to 24 months. Um, And we do that for well-known tech companies like TikTok and Booking.com. But we also do that for startups that don't have a recruitment team in-house yet. They need to hire on a consistent basis. Yeah. And whereby we come in and build a scalable recruitment process. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about what that recruitment process looks like for your employees who are, you know, working with TikTok, working with, uh, you know, booking. Talk to me a little bit about that. So I think what's exciting for recruiters to work for us, it's it's kind of like the pitch that consultancies have, right? Is they work for different companies across their uh, career when they work for Mature. So they work for six months for TikTok, then six months or nine months for Booking.com. So they see a, a, a variety of different companies yeah. that they uh, that they work for. Yeah. Um, and we really help and train them because they are our most important assets to become better in their careers. Um which they could potentially have at other companies as well. But since they are at the core of our service offering, everything we do is for them to be as successful as possible for the companies that we work for. And since we work for some of the most well-known companies in the world, our hiring bar is yeah on on that same level to make sure that when we come in, we are as good, but often even better than the internal recruitment teams of the clients that we work for. That sounds like you offer a lot of support to your employees because they are the company, right? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Big, big, big components in uh, in, in our culture, in our DNA, mm-hmm. um, and what we do, right? We're not a SaaS company where the technology is kind of like where we, how and how we make money. It's mm-hmm. our people, right? So the better our people are, the better we deliver for our clients, the happier our clients are, the higher the chance that we get referrals. But also, like, let's not forget, people want to learn and develop, right? Mm-hmm. People want to grow their careers. So that's that's why that's also important for us from a cultural perspective, that people really feel that by joining Metro at whatever stage in their career, they mm-hmm. can really grow their own uh, personal careers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talking about growing other people's careers, um, you know, how have you been able to scale Matcher? Yeah, so we're we're bootstrapped. So I started a company with my co-founder four years ago. Um, first two years uh, were a lot of learning and development on my side on how to scale this company. Mm-hmm. I did have experience in the recruitment industry, starting multiple companies before, but I had actually never worked as a recruiter myself. So mm-hmm. now my core product was um, actually 
recruiters. So I really had to figure out, okay, so what does a really good recruiter look like? Mm-hmm. What is important for them? What's important for our clients? So I would say that that was the first two years when we went through multiple kind of like small pivots in our service level, the people that we hired. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you know, four years later, we have our senior management team in place. We really have the foundation to build uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and grow quite rapidly. We're yeah. close to 40, 40 employees now, um, yeah. fully remote, 17 different countries, five different continents. We yeah. mainly work CET time zones, but we are now entering the U.S. market, and that's that's very exciting for us. Yeah, that's fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. So it sounds to me like COVID didn't really break your stride because you're already virtual, correct? So that's correct. So, But um, our original offering was remote embedded talent solutions, but I started a company four years ago in Ukraine. Okay. And the reason why I went to Ukraine is amazing talents, relatively affordable, easy to set up a business as um, as, a, as a foreigner, and we were able to attract the right talent. Right? We we, we did a couple of a couple of tests there, and we were able to attract a talent despite us not having even a company web a website. Yeah. Um, because our original hypothesis was we can do this remotely, but we need to have an office to do it for to build a culture, to train new people, and to really um, grow from like a hub strategy. Then COVID came, COVID impacted our business model um, very directly. Um, We lost 70% of our business in two weeks time. We had to let go of 60% of our staff. So, and that was a year and a half into growing our company. Um, As we we were bootstrapped, uh, we went from over 24 employees to six employees in like uh, four weeks time because we had zero business because the subscription model and recruitment works well if companies hire continuously and they need to commit to um to hires for a longer period of time well and what i mean with commit to to hires they hire a recruiter for a longer period of time okay and at the start of covid even e-commerce companies or fintech companies that complete that blew up right even every single company in that first month or month and a half that we talked to was like we're going to sit this one out. We don't know yet. We don't know what's happening, right? So, and unfortunately, we thought we had a diversified portfolio, but we happen to have quite a number of companies in the travel industry, you know, like, and 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 uh, the consultancy industry that were impacted mm-hmm. very badly by, uh, because of COVID. So, so that was, that was a very tough period in, in the existence of Matcher. And yeah. yeah, we just doubled down. Uh, launched the second business line, which is now a spin-off to a new company, right? So in the end, looking back, right? Now looking back, you can say, hey, that's that's where we've learned the most. And that's also like where we truly um yeah, tapped into into our own inner yeah. strength and, and, and get through it. Because six months later after COVID, right, all of a sudden there was this massive growth spurt mm. of companies that were like e-commerce, fintech, they were blowing up, right? They couldn't yeah. hire fast enough. And they came to us Say, hey, we need to work with you. And then 12 months later, the whole world was hiring. No, but like everyone like couldn't get their hands on, on enough talent, right? So that's that's when we couldn't grow fast enough. So we were just yeah. like hiring as much as much as possible. COVID showed us, hey, we already work remotely for our clients. We also can work remotely ourselves. And that's mm-hmm. when we decided, hey, we're gonna stay and be a fully remote company from that moment on. Mm-hmm. So you talked a little bit about fintech and e-commerce being in your in your verticals. Are there other major, you know, verticals or industries that you see Matcher really pairing well with? Um, it's a good question. So originally we started quite broad. Very quickly, the the tech companies, 
you know, we're, we're knocking on our door. Mm-hmm. So I would say anything tech related okay. is really where our bread and butter is. So, okay. so 90% of the work that we do is focused on scaling engineering teams. We do some work. So for TikTok, we scaled their uh, sales, marketing, operations teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was more of the, the, the exemption on the rule than that we have done that uh, over, over time. So really on, on, on the tech side. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. And talking about, you know, you, you mentioned getting in with, you know, fast growing companies who aren't, weren't able to keep up with their recruitment. Do you find that Matcher intervenes more so prior to that explosion of, of growth or like in the middle or towards like maintaining, maintaining the level of growth that they're at? Yeah. So historically, it's been more that these companies, usually Series A, Series B, product market fit and their mission is to like scale as quickly as possible to to okay. dominate the market share mm-hmm. and tiktok is is kind of like the most imminent example like of, of mm-hmm. super high growth right they had to hire in the thousands mm-hmm. they already had recruitment uh, capabilities in place they just didn't have enough hands mm-hmm. right so we really jumped on their super fast moving train yeah. to help them accelerate their their own business uh, their own business but we also have user cases where it's like kind of like seed rounds, right? 50 people business that's growing from 50 to 100 to 150 in the next year. That's mm-hmm. very, that's impactful, right? Going from a 50 to 100 to 150 business is impactful because all of the systems that are working on a 50 people business are usually not set to work on a 100 and 150 people business, especially on the recruitment side. So that's when we come in, they typically have either one recruiter or they don't have any recruitment capabilities yet, mm-hmm. where the founders usually are, are, are doing the majority of the work. Yeah. That's when we come in, not only with a recruiter, that's kind of like the end result. We yeah. really help them set up a scalable recruitment process, planning for like that 100 people business, that 150 people business, do all the hiring uh, uh, process that we set out, train the interview managers, et cetera, to, and then come in with the right people to do that. And, mm-hmm. and our role is then to ad- eventually leave the company in a way that they have all the foundations in there and that they mm-hmm. have their own internal team. And then we phase out and then we move on to the next project. That's fantastic. So it, what I'm, t- talk to me more about the subscription model because you talked yeah. about how your talent and your recruiters can go from, you know, working at TikTok to a different company. Is it a month to month subscription? Is it a, is it a term uh, subscription? Yeah. So, so, so one thing that we wanted to do differently than a lot of companies that are out there that either ask like a retainer and then a success fee over the hires, that business model doesn't work for these type of roles because it gets expensive very quickly and you don't have the same incentives. So mm-hmm. so clients pay fixed fee per month per resource that works for them with no hidden cost. And um, okay. that means, and clients often ask, it's like, so, but what do we get for it, right? It's yeah. I'm paying you a monthly fee and I don't know what I'm gonna get. Well, we wouldn't be in business if we wouldn't deliver on your hiring plan, right? We right. work dedicated only for one particular client with our resources. We don't leverage our uh, our candidates that we find for for, for, the, for the clients that we work with. Mm-hmm. Um, every recruiter or sourcer that works for a client is only working for that particular um, uh, client. That creates a lot of transparency, a lot of incentives, and that also enables us to really double down on a client to make sure that we deliver on their, their hiring plan. It sounds like one of the core business practices i guess to the to the company is building trust because your your whole goal is for that company to essentially graduate from your services at one point so being able to build that trust in companies is that one of the most important things that you see at the beginning it's it's key it's mm-hmm. absolutely key and what we didn't realize prior to covid right remote work wasn't such a big thing that that could work and what yeah. we didn't realize is being remote working remote in this type of service especially in recruitment 
clients often only look at how many hires did I get? Mm -hmm. But in order to get one hire, so much work needs to be done in order to get to that phase, which is often happening kind of like on the water, right? Top of the iceberg is the only thing that they see. Mm -hmm. And so in order to build that trust that they actually kind of like saw or like understood what we were doing, we had to double down in terms of communication, dashboarding, showing statistics, showing the market insight, right? Where in the beginning, we obviously didn't have that infrastructure. And that that was that was imminent almost like from the get-go. It's like, ah, okay. You know, they 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 like us, they understand their model, but they rather pay someone two or three times more money that sits with them in the office just so that they kind of like have a good feeling, it's like, okay, this person is mm-hmm. is is doing doing the work, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like a lot of your marketing strategy has been that brand awareness and showing that trust in that database approach. Um, what Talk to me a little bit more about your marketing strategies. So from the start, and I learned it actually from my previous company, whereby we didn't share anything. We were very kind of like, oh, don't share this ID because otherwise my competitor is going to run with it or something like that, mm-hmm. which I learned is the biggest nonsense there is. Everyone has a thousand great ideas. It's all about execution, right? I can tell you. Yeah. I can tell you anything about our business right now and you will not do anything with it because you know, like it's only execution, right? Like same with your business model. So from the start, I said to my co-founder, one of our core values is transparency. I want to be absolutely transparent about what we're doing and about our journey externally, but also internally. I want my employees to know exactly what's happening with the company, whether it's going well or whether things are not uh, going the right way. And Mm -hmm. I think a testament to that is, um, uh, I share quite a lot on LinkedIn, on my personal journey. I write on Medium in terms of the stuff that, that I've been doing and my learnings and, and also like mistakes that I've made in my in, in my entrepreneurial journey. Um, but when COVID came and we had to let go of 60% of our staff, which was impactful, as you can imagine, impactful as well, because we were letting go of people in recruitment where where we knew it was going to be extremely hard for them to find a new role quickly, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and, and like these were like the people that, that were earning the money for their family. Right. But right. in order to survive as a business, we had to make those those hard decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, I think and that, that's a testament of. Proof that we did well is everyone understood, because in the months prior to leading up to this moment, People knew exactly where we were financially. People knew exactly how dependent we were on a couple of bigger clients. People knew exactly what was happening. So mm-hmm. when they fell through and I had to share the message, guys, we need to let go of people. And like I did, of course, everything very mindful one on one. People right. understood and they were actually comforting me. It's like, holy shit, Adrian, I truly hope that Metro survives. Good luck. You know, like anything yeah. I can do. Right. That yeah. was so impactful and meaningful for me. And I was very proud of the reaction that we received. And I realized that was because of that reason. So coming back to your question, we published our entire employee handbook with all of our service level, all of our agreements, all of our hiring processes wow. online, which is literally the only thing that we don't have in there is our, our salaries. Everything yeah. else is in there. You can copy paste our business completely. And that's how we like to write content. That's how we like to correct, uh, connect uh, connect with people. We organize meetups. We organize online events. Mm-hmm. Um, and we started doing this from the almost from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Some people that are working for our company right now, we met at a meetup three and a half years ago. And even okay. though it was a lot of work, right? Like and it's like looking back at like how amateur those meetups were back then, yeah, it didn't matter, right? Like we were okay. we were doing it, putting the word out there. So so that's that's always been a very strong component of 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 our marketing strategy. Yeah. And I I there's no reason anyone couldn't or shouldn't do that. 
Absolutely. And you can't duplicate execution and you certainly can't duplicate, you know, your leadership style as the co-founder and CEO, being able to be that transparent leader uh, and, and support of, of your of your employees as well. Because like you said, they are they are the core of the company. 100 percent. 100 percent. Yeah. So if you were to give our listeners, you know, if you wanted our listeners to know one thing either about Matcher um, or the industry, what would you want them to know? So I would want them to know if they ever feel like that they have a hiring need, um, which is either on like a consistent basis that, that they can talk to us like, hey, we can immediately support you. Um, and while you stay flexible, right? And especially that's what we see now with a lot of companies that um, are kind of like nervous. Hey, is recession coming? Yeah. The future looks a little grim. I'm not sure if I want to commit to like a full-time employee for a longer period of time with, you know, the, my, maybe the difficulty of, of having to let go of this, this person. Mm-hmm. That's something where we offer a lot of value because our shortest term contract is six months, right? And then you have a very experienced recruiter that can help you, you know, hire the people that you need. And then after six months, you can either stop the corporation or you can decide to to continue uh, continue with us. So mm-hmm. that's, that's I think, one one thing that that's that's good for people to know. One thing that I've learned of starting and running multiple businesses is if you feel or if you know that you need to hire, you're already too late. Mm. Right. So don't. Th- and it's so hard because even for, for measure for my own company, we practice what you preach. Right. Even for us, it's hard to plan ahead. Yeah. But planning ahead and going a little bit further than just the two, three months ahead and really thinking through like, who do we think that we're going to need? And doing that exercise on a regular basis mm-hmm. is going to save you so much headache in terms of hiring and like the business crunch in terms of the planning. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something you can do with your leadership. That's something that you could do with, uh, with, with the people that you work with. But mm-hmm. to have that conversation, at least at the end of every quarter, what do mm-hmm. the next six months look like? Who do we think that we need? Um, mm-hmm. is I cannot highly recommend that enough. And you don't need yeah. to have like very fancy system for that. Just asking that question will already put the right uh, right headset on, and then you can start and plan ahead. Yeah, talking about that really intentional, strategic plan. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Adrian, this has been a fantastic conversation. I love talking about recruiting. I think it's fascinating the process, how you've been able to support your employees, um, but also too how you're able to support these you know fast growing companies. Um, and through, you know, a great leadership style and transparency as well. So I want to thank you for being on Business Ninjas. Thank you so much for having me, Kelsey. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, Adrian. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.